Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, it's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you. You know what else I'm thankful for? Athletic Greens. Oh, yeah, me too. It's nice when a sponsor of your program is something that you use voluntarily. I'm with you on, with the Athletic Greens. I mean, they've been sort of a mainstay sponsor for us. And, uh, and it's as authentic as it gets because we use this every single day. Both, both you and I do. Both of us do. Uh, it's, it's just the perfect way to start the day. And I, I should follow this up and end this with saying I'm doing the whole uh, pound water intermittent fast. That has begun. Ooh. Well, the nice thing about that athletic greens, though, is, is you drink it in the morning and you mix it and you shake it. And the first thing you do is just boom, you set your day off right, not just with the 75 minerals and vitamins that are in the powder, but you are just chugging water as well. So boom, you start it off right there. One tasty scoop of AG1 contains, as Oliver said, 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, a multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and it tastes good. That's an important part. Tastes really good. I dig it. It's a great way to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs uh, with your first purchase. So go ahead and visit athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues, athleticgreens.com, most important part, slash daddy issues to help you and to help us. Cavalry Audio. Tell me when you're recording. Okay, I'm recording. Hey! Hey! Hey there, pal. Hey, pal. How you doing there, Mr. Land Mogul of Albuquerque? Oh, yeah, man. It's been a mad dash. This is uh, going to be a little shorty podcast running around Albuquerque. I bought a couple houses. That sounds really impressive. Should I be as impressed as it sounds? No, because because they're little. They're really tiny. and It's in our investment properties. You know, I'm just trying to expand my portfolio. Awesome, <clears throat> dude. It's been fun, though. I think I'm loving real estate. I, I just, I kind of want to get out of the acting game and cash in, you know, pull out all my 401k stuff, take the, take the you know, the, the tax penalties and all that and just go into real estate, start buying real estate. And it's fun. I love it. But you want to you go into real estate for yourself. You don't want to become a realtor for others. Like a middleman. <laughs> no, but by the way, 
I would crush as a real estate agent. I would crush. I don't think I mean, so. I think you're too nice, and I think you would you you'd be tough on the hard sell. I think you would you would take pity in people, and you would you would not try to maximize what a transaction could be. No, you know what? I, you know who I'd be? I'd be I'd be as real as they come because basically a real estate agent is just trying to sell you a house no matter what. You know, it's like, oh, look at this. This is nice, and this is nice. I would walk into a home with a client, and I'd be like. Oh, we're fucking out. We're gone. We don't even need to look anymore. This is not it. This is gross. You don't want it. We're out of here. Doesn't it amaze you sometimes? And I hate the word amazing because it just, it's overused. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I wrote a whole column on this one time for the Sporting News about how you know, the appetizer at Houlihan's is not amazing. Amazing should be reserved <laughs> right. for truly amazing things like yeah. uh, an incredible sunset or a lunar landing or, you know, a cat yeah. doing a Sudoku puzzle. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your your co-star in this show you're doing and their uh, willingness to be so open, that's not amazing. That's just like doing your job. Amazing is just been completely downgraded in my mind yes yeah but what about if it's an appetizer at like the french laundry you know what i mean yeah but i mean yes can an appetizer be amazing can you eat a piece of food no, it shouldn't like, be well that's not fair though joe i mean think about it like it should be great this was great that that what about incredible what about incredible incredible is is borderline getting into the category of amazing i think I think incredible wow. is like, oh, oh, my God. Okay, can I challenge you just for a second? Because it's also about personality or, or, or the individual. Because if I'm a foodie and this is part of my life, meaning it's a passion of mine, then I, can't I use the word amazing and incredible and epic to describe something that I'm passionate about? Meaning I have a piece of fish or a piece of, uh, of protein, of steak that's, it's so fucking incredible. I've never had anything like it in my life, and it's amazing. No? I just think there's got to be a way to convey how special something special. That's a good word. My God, this appetizer mm-hmm. was special. Okay. Now now but, you're getting into something different because there are specials daily at restaurants. So you have to <laughs> different. You can't say, wow, this special was special. Sure, but like Joe Carter hitting the home game-winning home run in the World Series, right? Like, what a good pull by you! An, it was an incredible moment, amazing, all this. But you, you talk to my wife, who could give a shit about that. She's probably like, "How's that amazing?" She could appreciate it, but she doesn't feel it in her guts. Yeah, no, I think you've got me here. I think you've got me over a barrel. I'm, I'm not, okay. I'm not completely against what you're saying. I just think that people <laughs> use the word amazing. Yeah. Way too much. I agree. Okay, sorry. I, I, I digress, or you digress? But, but I don't know. so where I was going with this was, <clears throat> let's say, and I'm not going to name names or, or bring somebody up and, and give the example of who this person might or might not be because it would be way too obvious to that person. But let, let's just say you had a, I'm, I'm in my new office, if you had a decorator. Mm-hmm. And this is along the lines of you walking into that house with a prospective buyer as the mm-hmm. realtor. And instead of just sugarcoating what is probably not a great house, mm-hmm. you're being honest. Well, I let's say there's a decorator. What drives me crazy 
is when the decorator will put something down and go, oh my God, I love it. Oh my God, I love it. This is un- this is unbelievable. This is perfect. And you're like, yeah, I don't, I just don't, I think the table's a little bit too big there. They're like, yeah, I agree. Let's get it out of here. It's That stuff drives me <laughs> bananas. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I get that. Well, that that's just basically just being totally full of shit, <laughs> right? I, but 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 this is also promoting themselves. Like they brought the table, and so right. they're trying to sell you wedge a table in that they're probably left with in their inventory. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to push it onto you, and and only they're they're basically testing your ability to be honest and mm-hmm. say instead of going like I typically do, even if I don't like it, I've been like. Yeah, no, that's great. And then boom, you own it. Instead of going, yeah, yeah I don't I don't know. I don't I I know you're selling this thing and I know you love it, but just not for me. Uh I don't like it. And then but when you do that, then they go and then they just shift. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Totally. Yeah, that's got to go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good point and I think honestly that's something that I have to work on in my life which is just being too nice, I guess. I don't want to ever hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, I, I need to be a little bit more direct when it comes to even things like that. Me you too. I have, a tat- woman- I, I have a tattoo on my arm, okay? I don't think I've ever told you this story. I've wanted to get a tattoo of something that symbolized my kids for a long time. And, you know, I love the sea. I love anchors. You know what I mean? I know it's typical, but I wanted to incorporate something of the ocean with my kids. And I couldn't quite figure out what it was I, I, for years. There's this tattoo artist. Um, well, I won't, I won't do names, but Hopefully he's incredible. Not a listener. Yes. He's not. But he's, he's, he's really an incredible artist. I mean, he's dope. And I actually bought one of his paintings, and he's amazing. So this is not even his fault, Okay. And I go in there and, you know, he's extremely handsome. He's like hot. He's got tattoos, his neck and his hair. I mean, he's like a really handsome dude, like almost intimidatingly. Like you want to be cool and you don't want to, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, he's yeah. Super I've spent cool. most of my life like that, by the way. I've looked at everybody <laughs> like, yeah, yeah they're, and they're he, cooler than me. And he designed something, and, and I, I, I had waited six months for this appointment, and, you know, we're sort of, the, I go in for the thing, and I tell him what I kind of want, and he's, we're just, he designs it, and then I go in there, and I, I look at it, and my initial feeling was, I don't really feel this. I'm not really feeling this thing, you know? But I don't want to seem uncool, and I get insecure, and, and then I'm like, well, what if we maybe did this, and I'm trying to tweak it, and then he sort of tweaks it, we work on it for a little bit, and then he's like, all right, how's that? And, then, and I still didn't really love it. But by this point, I had already had like 15 milligrams of weed, and I'm like super blazed, and, and now I'm like, I, I don't want to disappoint him, he's too handsome, I feel like intimidated by this guy, I've waited six months, and now I get on the fucking table and he spends four and a half hours tattooing something on my arm that I kind of didn't want. And, and so my insecurity is permanently stamped on me. And, it, and, and for two weeks, three weeks, I was in a state of depression. I'd look at him. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I fucking put shit on my body I don't even love. I was like freaking out and, and now it's whatever. You know, I've gotten over. It's been yeah, years now. Yeah, but you don't now, love but, it. 
No, I don't fucking love it. I don't love it. I mean, for a while, I didn't even take my shirt off because I was like, ugh. I was, my, my, I was embarrassed for my, my, my family and my friends make fun of me. And I mean, it was a whole fucking thing. And, and, and to be clear, he is an incredible artist. This was my fault. You know what I mean? Like, this is not... The tattoo itself is really beautifully done. It's yeah, but, but not, it, doesn't, it doesn't fit you. That's the problem with the tattoo as far as I see it. hundred percent. It feels it like doesn't. it's a tattoo that should be on the shoulder of Quint from Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very, it's very old school, hard maritime, like... It, 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 it's, it's, it's honestly, if it was, if it needed to be more that way, to me, it, it's an anchor that looks a bit like a chandelier, you know? So, yeah, because the be hooks come up too far. It looks like a it chandelier. come up too far. There's like a point where I, I'm like, why? Well, I, I was like, oh, fuck, dude. And, and I, and I got it. And now it's on my body forever. You know what I mean? And that didn't scare you straight? That was my last tattoo, but I want to. I want to get an. I want to get more. I, I wanted to get more, sur- even surrounding it. You know what I mean. Then I'm building out sort of an, a, a shoulder and, and part of my arm. But I'm also an actor, and I don't want to have to sit in the makeup chair for eight hours covering tattoos. Right. You know, I look at Ryan Phillippe, who's an actor, and and um, he's got a whole sleeve. Like, what does he do? Does he have to sit in the makeup chair for nine hours covering that shit? Like. I don't know. Or don't you just wear? Is there anything you can wear to cover that? Where it's like it just looks like no, no, not 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 as an actor, like a sleeve or something. Like yeah, just like a skin colored sleeve. That's probably just too obvious. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues. But anyway, my point is, is this is what I have to work on. And that was a big lesson for me is like not speaking up, not saying, hey, dude, like, you know, I'm just not feeling it right now. Like, let's revisit this maybe in another couple months or whatever. I'm like, it's just I'm not I'm not vibing. Like, let's figure this out. Instead, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, it's great. And just being an idiot and being insecure, not wanting to disappoint, not wanting him to not like me, him being too handsome. You know, all of these things. So if the guy was ugly, you would have been like, yeah, no, it would be this different. is wrong. Yeah, yeah it would be a little bit that different. That part of it's yeah. a little strange to me. But I, I think... Well, he was just intimidating. You know, he's he was tall, like super handsome. Okay, we got You know it. what I mean? Yeah, we got it. He was, he was cool. He was too cool. <laughs> he was too cool for you to say, this isn't good enough for me, or this isn't, yeah. this isn't me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. And I feel like, and I've never read the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, or whichever that, I think that's the way, that's the right title yeah, of that you got book. It. You got it. But I do think there's something, without getting into a lot of trouble right now, uh, but I'm surrounded by women. I've always been surrounded by women in my family. My sister runs my office, basically. You know, I've been married twice. I've got two daughters. For the long, my assistant is... Uh, is a female. And so I've always been surrounded by women and I've always been taken by their ability to call something what it is, as opposed to me, you know, even something as simple as ordering, you know, a latte at a, at a restaurant, even a plain old cup of coffee and it comes back Mm -hmm. and it's not that hot instead of me Mm -hmm. going, Hey, uh, can you do this again? Or, uh, you know, this isn't very hot. I'll just drink it at lukewarm temperature 
Whereas other women in my life, except for my daughter, Trudy, she's like me uh, in this category. She'll just drink it and not want to make yeah. a thing out of it. Dude, but every other woman in my life's like, uh, yeah, Michelle's like, uh, yeah, this isn't hot. Can you? And, but not in a way that, and those people don't have any ill will toward her after that transaction. She does it great. She's like, hey, no. I'm sorry, but but I of am just willing. It, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's it makes sense. It's it's you get a coffee. It's not hot. It's not the waiter's fault or whoever. It's like oh shit, yeah, okay, cool. But I'm like I'm like you. That happened this morning. That happened two and a half hours ago, or three hours ago, whatever. I went and had breakfast, and I got a coffee, and it was not hot enough. And I was like, eh, fuck it, I'm just gonna drink it. Same thing, you know. That's why you have to preempt. I'm the same way, so I have to almost go like the other night. I'm a huge soup person. I know that's odd. That's a weird thing to admit. I love soup too, Joe. I love soup too. Maybe that's our connection, and we just never identified it. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. Go, I'm gonna let you tell the story real quick. But I, I, I'm not even just fucking around. Like I really love soup to the point where I have, you know, I'm alone in, in Albuquerque, so I'm just sort of heating shit up. I don't, I'm not really cooking. I have mainly soup in my refrigerator that's been pre-made and I just sort of throw it in a pot and heat it up. One of the most like, underrated fo- foods of all time. I get back from a game at 1130 at night. I don't care if it's, if it's in the middle of the summer, I don't care. W- my comfort is to go back to a hotel room and order soup. I don't know why. Mm. Soup mm-hmm. and a glass of wine and go to bed. And- Dude, what if we did, a, what if you and I opened a soup kitchen? You know what I mean? Like, it was me and you, and we just did a restaurant, high-end, small, and it's just all amazing soups, like 20 soups on the menu, and like incredible wine. That's it. And salad. Maybe a salad. And video games. Well, of course. Yeah, like Pac-Man, like old stuff, Galaga, yeah. Donkey Dude. Kong. But for real, wouldn't a soup like a cool soup place did you ever watch the show i don't know if it was originally on showtime i think it was that my friend adam scott is in called party down have you ever seen that that's that's what the main guy who's you know really funny and in everything Mm -hmm. i can't think of his name uh is trying to open that's why he's running this business he wants to open a chain of soup restaurants or or be a franchisee of the soup restaurant it's a great show for those of you who haven't seen it. I think it's great. I think it's funny. Uh, but yeah, I'm in. I, I So I love it. And what I, what I started to say was, here's the story. It takes one second. I just say, um, I'll have the lobster bisque. And can you do me a favor and just make sure it comes out smoking hot? Instead mm-hmm. of get it, take a sip, and go, uh, this isn't hot enough. Can you take this back? Because I'm just yeah. certain that there's saliva in that soup when I get it back. Yeah. No, it's smart. You you, you preempt it. It's, it's a smart play. But I'm I'm that way with my credit card. Like I have this buddy who's listening to this podcast right now, who is uh, a doctor who works on my neck and whatever. I don't know where my credit card statement is with him. I don't know if I owe him money. He has my credit card. Maybe this is my roundabout way of saying, Tyler. What do I owe you? And should I feel weird that you can just randomly charge my credit card with whatever you want to charge? Because I I feel like it becomes confrontational, and that's not how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. I I just don't want to get in anybody's way. That and and that mm-hmm. you and I should not be that way. But and and mm-hmm. I have male friends that aren't that way. They'd be like, hey, you know, w- would you charge my card? And this is too much. Yeah. And this this isn't yeah. enough. What oh, you know, whatever. God. 
I'm the same way, Joe. It's so crazy. It's I, again. I just dealt with this t- yesterday because I have someone helping me with these houses because I'm not going to be here to sort of help design them. And one was one girl is a, a landscape sort of designer, and we're talking on the phone about what we can do and how awesome it's going to be and blah 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 and all the stuff and and and, and, and I, I, I I know that it's coming to this point where I got to ask what she's going to charge me, and, and I hate it. I'm like. Oh God, here we go. And then finally the conversation's coming down, you know, winding down. I'm like, so, you know, before we get really too deep into this, like what, what, uh, you know, what, what, what do you charge? Like, what are your fees? You know, and I, I'm like, oh, this is like Larry, you look like Larry David when you do that. <laughs> what, you know, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be confrontational, but just do I owe you a million dollars or do I owe you a thousand dollars? Well, I, there was one person before her um, who charged me a certain flat fee, and I was like, oh, God, that seems like a lot, and, and I questioned it over email. I said, well, you know, here's the 30%, you know, usually is the going rate, and if we did 30% on the budget, it comes out to less than what your flat fee might be. Is there any way we can sort of maybe take away some of your tasks to bring down that price or whatever? And then I get an email back like, I don't think this is working. I'm going to pass on the project. I'm like, fuck off. Like, what? I'm just, I'm just like trying to negotiate something or ask, ask a question. I mean, she was nice about it, honestly. She's like, well, you know, I hope you do I find someone great and blah, blah, blah. But she was like just over it. Like immediately, <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't understand people who, and I guess the, on one hand there's a principle and there's a level. On the other hand, why would you ever flush business if the other person's willing to work with you and say, for X, Y, and well, Z, you know I what? pay this. For X and Y, I'll pay this. Yeah, um, I found out actually that she's. I think she's already wealthy, so I don't think that it matters too much. You know what I mean? I think that this is a passion it's a passion job for her. Well then she should she do already it for free. has wealth. I would think Man. it would work the other way. If she liked you I enough like to it. go, hey, I like this Oliver Hudson guy. Dawson's yeah. Creek was amazing. And there's that word. <laughs> uh, I want to do this and I'll do it for free. You know, there are certain yeah. things that are now out there in the in the public I think we've gone down this path before, but we've done a podcast long enough to where two things that I'm realizing, maybe it's just the NFL speak, uh, but also in the in the political conversations that you see on television, there's two things that are said in political conversations that drive me crazy, and there's something that's said in the NFL that's that's now become league-wide that when I read quotes from players – it just drives me nuts. So in the political spectrum, everybody that makes a point, mm. with the exception of Bill Maher, who's right Says now. right. Well, that's the second part, is okay. they start things with look. So, <laughs> and that's just, that's just a time kill. Instead of saying, and I feel like we've done this on this podcast before, but it's gotten to just this crazy level that is just, it's a runaway train and it's never going back where people go, look, the Republicans are a party that, look, yeah. did it, it's like, you don't need that. You did just say the Republicans are a party or look, yeah. the president on January 6th, <laughs> just say the president on January 6th and go. Okay, that's part one. The other one's right. And and my wife does that all the time. And I know we've said, now I know we have said this before, but 
you're asking somebody in the middle of them, uh, middle of you making a point to have them agree with you halfway through the point to say, like, for instance, if I'm talking about the Detroit Lions who are 0 8 and 1, and I've got them on Thanksgiving Day, mm-hmm. if I say, so the Detroit Lions, right? They're a team that, and, and all the while, the other person's <laughs> now nodding. So they're already agreeing with the premise, even though you haven't yeah. gotten it out of your mouth. Yeah. So the word right is wrong. Right yeah. is wrong. You can't say. Well, you, but you're, you, we had this conversation, but it was in the context of me, the way that I speak, and sort of when I take a think and a pause and you are getting on me about it a little bit because you're like a word Nazi. You know what I mean? Like you, you know what I am. You really are. I'm I mean, wrong. You, I'm wrong about right? all of this. It, it, yeah. No, I, I, I am. I am, and I wish I wasn't that way. And I am judgy, and I judge people's matters <laughs> of speech and and their patterns and the way yeah. that they. Like I could talk like you. I could do your your little asides and your throwaways. That if I said yeah. right now would ruin the podcast for anybody who's been an avid listener of this podcast <laughs> if i pointed out the things that you go to all the time it's over they would never listen again i did this to of my course agent they would no, they that's wouldn't. what makes me me that's my quirk that's that's my character i mean if you watch i said i mean i do that a lot if you watch actors you know you watch tom cruise in a million roles or you watch you know hemsworth or whoever the yes, they're playing characters, but everyone has their quirks. They have the way that they deliver their lines. They have a cadence, even within characters that they're playing. No, there's yeah. a certain cadence, you know? So that's like, what I do, man. No, I know. I, I see that like with Hall, who I consider a friend and been out with many times. Can't get him on our podcast, but we'll save that for another day. <laughs> his, one of his things in his acting is blinking. Like he, he blinks a lot. Like when he, 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 that's part of his character trait that he'll go to a lot. Yeah. Um, I said this to my agent. I was like, you know, it's the LA speak. Every agent does it too. They just say, by the way, for no reason, by the yeah. way, can I tell you, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this space shuttle thing and this whole Bezos go, by the way, Bezos going to 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 outer space. By the way, now it's Michael Strahan. <laughs> right. By the way, this is crazy. <laughs> well, Rudd, Rudd is, is a very distinct way that he performs, you know, in everything that he does. So I very distinct. That's great. You're right. And I've known Paul, and everybody gets tired of me saying how long I've known Paul, but back when I was doing the Cardinals and I was 22. 21, 22 years old, traveling around doing all the Cardinals games on radio. That's when Rudd was starting in L.A. and he was doing bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and would do the dork dance. That He was known in the circles in, when would that have been, 1991, 92, mm-hmm. as the guy that would you could get for a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, DJ. And then he would do the dork dance, which is kind of his take on like the Carlton dance from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, yeah. And it's very similar. And if you watch that thing that comes up on Instagram of him doing all these dances, it's all rooted in the dork dance that I saw when I was 22 years old. (laughs) And and so it it is. It's all like an offshoot of the dork dance. Yeah. 
If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We beg That's you. That's right. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. And then what about the NFL players? That was the second part to your I'm very grievance. proud of you. That So none of them will say I. They take the – I'm so bad we. and I majored in English. They, don't, they take the I and the we out of it. So Baker Mayfield, instead of saying I definitely had a rough game, he'd say definitely a rough game, um, didn't yeah. do a good job protecting the ball. Who didn't do a good job? You had yeah. a hard time with uh, the wind – out there today <laughs> you're missing something and it's every article yep. i read that's all i do i have these friggin' articles that i read all day it's now everywhere in the nfl sean mcveigh does it matthew stafford does it yeah baker mayfield you're such does a it. stickler you're a stickler <sighs> it just drives me crazy i'm sorry i'm just a well it's kind of cool there's a cool vibe to it like Definitely had a rough game. Didn't protect the ball. You know what I mean? It's, it's sort of a cool vibe. It is. Yeah. I, I, but it's the first word out of every sentence you could take out. So, yeah, I, I have all these articles. Well, I think what's happening, it's, it's becoming learned behavior. You know, they, they watch. They've been watching this since they were kids. And, and it, it's the same speak. You know, it's that sports speak. Definitely didn't uh, do enough to win this game. Defense, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you're right. It's just shorthand stuff. Short, and then, yeah, they don't want to go in. They don't want to talk like you're giving a seminar, and maybe they shouldn't. But, right. But that's, that's how they do it, and, and it becomes – that's why when you do these interviews, we're at a weird time in our nation that you demand and hope for authenticity from anybody with a microphone in front of their mouth. Mm-hmm. But authenticity coming from that person – leads to like a month worth of crap of answering for what did you mean when you said this? What did you, Mm -hmm. so therefore everybody just becomes just trying to help them. Just trying to help the team uh, one day at a time. I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself. Um, You know, we're, we're all pulling in the same direction instead of going, yeah, you know, our, my, uh, the offensive line stunk tonight. And uh, everybody go, whoa. Meanwhile, the quarterback sacked seven times. I mean, that's that should be baked in. But if then quarterback Eli Manning takes shot at offensive line and then it becomes a thing. So, yeah, consequently, nobody says anything until they do on Twitter and then their life's over. Yeah, I have a I have a thread um, of like family and friends and a bunch of people. And it's just one of the best threads you you should actually put you on it It, we'd have to take a vote but i think you'd i think you'd get in there but it's it's so much fuck you (laughs) i I don't want on it don't put me on it you're not cool enough for me to be on it it's so fun i'm telling you but anyway my point is is that a lot of people on this thread hate in golf where everyone is now we i don't care it drove azing or crazy He's like, oh, 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 oh. We, 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 who pulled that shot into the pond? 
We right. or you? No, or 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 who or who made the thirty footer to win the Masters? Not we, you. Right. So there's a, always a debate about that, and there's a few people on there that will remain nameless who are just sort of like. This is fucked. What do you mean, we? When there's interviews like, yeah, we had a good round today, blah, 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 you know, we, we, we. It's like, what do we, what? you were out there hitting the golf ball, but I guess, do we not know what goes into that? Meaning the training, the nutrition, uh, the reps on the range, the caddy being there, the psychology, all of it. The nutritionist involved. The now. guy right. who drove him to the course that day. You know, I know. And, and, and the, when you do, when you cover golf, which I did for five years, not a lot, but for five years, you realize these guys are all singular mini corporations. Mm-hmm. So instead of I'm going to go do the Patriots game Sunday, so I the league mandates that Belichick talks to us, offense coordinator, whoever we pick, four or five guys, they have to talk to us. Not on camera, like for background information. That is That's a part of the deal. You cover these tour players – and they're like, nope, or mm-hmm. or they'll talk to you until the sun goes down. I mean, but but mm-hmm. it's up to them. There's no there's no mandate because they don't right. really work. They're the CEO. They're the CEO of this mini corporation that's going. We instead, I think it's a yeah. way to deflect pressure. You know, it's all of us. Hey, I'm not the one knee knocking over a five footer to win an event. It's we. It's all of us. It's everything we put yeah. into this, and and yeah. therefore, if I make it, I'll share it. But if I miss yeah. it, well, I'm really going to share it. You know, well, right. we didn't make the putt when we needed to. And, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. No, you yeah. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of golf, that Tiger, Wood video, Tiger Woods video was like sh- sh- shot heard around the world. That was so great. That was so great. I loved it. Oh, That's, is I that, cried. that, there you go. That's amazing. That's, That's amazing, amazing that a guy can drive off a cliff. And yeah. somehow live. Yeah. And then what? X number of months later, a year later, where are we on that? Yeah. He's hitting balls yeah. and it's Tiger Woods Incredible. and it's his back leg. It's the leg he's pushing off of. Yeah. It was shattered and now he's hitting balls and he looks like he could, you know, it, it's a I'm long gonna, way from winning a, an event. Here's, but at here's, least he can here's get the a ball pre- in the air. Here's a prediction and, and, and maybe it's already been made, but I'm going to buy one. I predict that. The leg sleeve for the right leg is going to come into fashion. And you're going to see amateur golfers, not professionals, but people wearing that uh, uh, black sleeve on their right leg. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. But would you wear it on your right or your back leg since you're a lefty? No, nah, you got you to gotta respect the tiger. So I'm going to like, I'd wear it on my, on my, on my right leg. You no, know? wear it on your back leg so you can push off it. You think? Yeah, and there's another thing. I shouldn't say push off of it. That's a thing my dad used to correct. And maybe I get this all from my dad. That's why this is daddy issues. You don't put yeah, two prepositions next to each other. You push off it. You don't push off of it. Oh. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I have no idea about prepositions or anything like that. I don't even know what it is. What's a preposition? Like a, a of it? Is that of, a preposition? Above. above yeah. Over. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I posted a video of Rio hitting a golf ball, which and, was um, phenomenal. That was amazing. That was first amazing. of all, the contact was amazing. Swing looks good, and then the fucking club drop with the face at the end. How many? How got, many takes? I didn't film it. It was one take. I'm in Albuquerque right now. Oh, my wife Erin filmed it and sent it to me. Where was that? 
in in Palm Desert. But um, your daughter, by the, the way, my, my so my daughter Natalie, the twenty five year old, sent me the video you did on Instagram with Rio on your lap, and oh, I, yeah. I could look it up right now. But for the sake of time, I'd have to turn my phone back on. And I think the only thing she said at the bottom of it when she like directed it toward me was amazing, beautiful child. Or, or it was like stunning child. Mm-hmm. She's stunning. And her, yeah. man, she's a beauty. I know. She really is. And her personality is so beautiful and sweet. And she's kind and just fun. I mean, she wakes up happy and smiling. She's like, almost not real it feels like you know Aaron and I talk about that all the time but so I posted that video and I tagged Tiger Woods and then I also tagged Nellie Corda you know she's the number one golfer of the two of them who got back to you well Tiger of course didn't but Nellie immediately commented amazing with like a clap and a thing amazing that was amazing so there you go it was very she wrote amazing that's right but it was very exciting for me would Rio return coffee if it wasn't hot enough to uh, a barista yes Yes, 100%. Um, it's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for, you know, thankful for the obvious, thankful for my family. I'm thankful for these kids and my wife and my mom and sister and everybody involved, but thankful for, uh, I don't know that male friends say that enough to each other. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an mm-hmm. overgeneralization, but I am definitely thankful for one. I am thankful for you too, Joe. I'm honestly thankful for this podcast because we were obviously, we've been friends for a long time, but it's been spotty, not the relationship or the connection, but just, you know, that on the phone, you're away, I'm away, you're working, you live somewhere else. We see each other when we golf, we go to pins and fins. So I'm thankful for this show because I get to talk to you every single week and it definitely has increased the reps throughout the week that we have with each other as far as texting and connecting. So now when we see each other at Pins and Fins down in Cabo or at some golf event, we don't have to catch up for the previous eight months. We no. can actually just pick up like we did just talk four days ago yeah. about your exactly. you know, father issues, my daddy issues, and Margo and Josh. Yes, and I'm also thankful for our listeners, you know. I, I I really am. And and by the way, it's growing. We always talk about how, you know, no one listens to this thing, but it's actually picking up. The numbers are picking up and it's uh it's exciting for us. So I'm 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 thankful for our listeners who actually like us and like hearing us talking and maybe get something out of the bullshit that spouts out of our mouth. <laughs> right. And I'm, I, I am too. I'd be an absolute jerk if I didn't follow up and say, of course, I am too. Very thankful for our listeners. I don't know how thankful I am for the compliment, the backhanded compliment that I always get on our reviews of, I always hated Joe Buck, but now I see him in such a different, I don't, I'm so sick of that. You hated me. Hated you hated that's me. a strong ass word well it's funny the way you talk about amazing and how that gets you hate is big for me when someone says hate when my kids say hate i do not like it you know unless they mean it and it and it actually is va- it's it's validated some way hate is a strong ass word it for is me personally and you know? and i need to now i need i've realized that i need to watch it around my kids my little ones because 
was getting the boys ready for school yesterday morning and Blake wouldn't like sit still enough to get his shoes on and Wyatt turned to his brother and his brother and said get your freaking shoes on <laughs> and I thought well on one uh, hand that's not good on the other hand yeah uh, it could have been worse yeah, he- could have been worse yeah how do you parent that oh i just washed his mouth out with soap and then i i told his mom <laughs> that she's failing our children because i'm sure they get that from her uh, get your freaking shoes thankful, on blake i'm also thankful for margo and josh who make this thing run we always just we get on the mics and we just talk but you know the man with the parrot and the lady with the tongue ring they're the ones who actually make the engine go yeah they do they're the Um, ones they're in the back grinding like doing the turn handle mm -hmm. the crank they're they're turning the crank oh they're shoveling coal into the furnace and then they just keep turning and turning then eventually once they get up enough momentum then our mouths open and words start coming out yeah that's actually a good point little little do people know that's how our podcast actually operates we have people shoveling coal into a furnace to make the whole thing run it's weird but it works for us it works for us we do old school it saves us a little money too yeah. Let's finish, though, with Juggernaut with Josh. Okay. okay. Oh, God, I'm scared. Ju- juggernaut with Josh. But, Joe, do you, do you want to, do you have a question? Me? Random. I thought, you were, gonna, I thought you were going to revisit the, oh. the, the running Well, we question. can. We can do a two-parter. <laughs> hey, Juggernaut with Josh. We've got a two-parter this, this week with Juggernaut with Josh. Number one, we've got to revisit the old question. Josh, have you ejaculated since last week? Uh, this is a bad time to ask me. It's just a bad time. Thank you, Josh. I just got my COVID booster, my booster vaccine. That a boy, I'm proud of you. I, that's okay. Good. I'd rather you uh, get your booster shot than than what Oliver's asking you. So good for yeah. you. And I'd rather you ejaculate. <laughs> Um, all right, Juggernaut with Josh. Thank you for participating. Yes. Um, all right. I love you all. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good one, Josh. Uh, You know, I pray for your ejaculation this week. Um, you know, we, we will be updating every week. Margo, thank you for everything that you've done this last year. We love the shit out of you. All right. Have a nice time buying up property. I'm going to go work out. Go pump it out. Okay, bye. Bye. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. Keegan Rosenberger. 